podcast invites you to join us to study the daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hi, I'm Brad Hirschfield, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. Today we are looking at Daf Lamed Vav 36 of Masechet Shabbat. This is the last of the Dapim in the cycle that I will be exploring with you, and I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. I know I look forward to being able to learn with you again sometime in the future. Uh, today's daf begins with a continuation of the discussion of a shofar that was initiated by the discussion of shofarot that were blown at the beginning of Shabbat and then a series of issues related to the brightot that mention that. It will continue on daf Amudbet with the beginning of the next parak, parak shlishi of Shabbat Kirash Shihisikuha Bekash Ugagva uh, of a of a of an oven, really a stove that is heated with uh, with hay or or straw. But we're not going to explore that. I'm simply going today to finish out the end of Bam Malikin of Perik Sheni, and uh, presumably whoever takes over as Perik Shlishi will be able to re- refer to the beginning of that Perik tomorrow. Um, uh, four lines from the top, we find the words, uh, the discussion, which talk about the fact that the shofar was in fact a chatzotzra, was a trumpet, and the and and that this is this confusion is in line with the teaching, uh, as I said, five lines really from the top. Kedurav Chizda that was taught in the Rav Chizda, the Amar Rav Chizda, Hani Tlat Mile, Ishtane Shmaihu, Mechi Harav Beit Hamikdash. There, these three words were changed. Their names were changed since the destruction of the Beit Hamikdash of the Temple. Chatzotzrata. Shufra, Shufra, Chatzotzrata. So the first is that the Chatzotzra was be, was called a shofar, and the shofar became called a Chatzotzra, or a trumpet. Lemai nafka mina, what's the difference? Why does it matter that that confusion occurred? Le shofar shal Rosh Hashanah, with respect to the shofar Rosh Hashanah. In other words, the shofar that we blow as the shofar used to be called the chatzotzra, and what used to be called the chatzotzra is what we call now the shofar, and so you need to know, so you blow the right thing on Rosh Hashanah. Uh, arva, tzafzafa. Tzafzafa, arava. So aravot used to be called uh, what we call arava was called tzafzafa, and tzafzafa was called arava. And these are two different kinds of river plants, one referring to the Arava, and this is Lamai Nafkamina. What difference does it make that this transposition of names has occurred? Lilulav, for the purpose of the Arba Minim, when you take the Aravot, the Aravot that we take, uh, used to be called Safsafa, and Safsafa used to be called Aravot, so you know to get the right thing. Petorah, Petorta, Petorta, Petorah. 
the thing that used to be called Petorah is now Petorta, and Petorta now Petorah, a large table versus a small table. The names for each of them has switched. Lemaynafkamina, what difference does it make that this transposition of names has occurred? Lemekach umemkar, for the purposes of buying and selling. In other words, when you contract with someone to purchase one thing, you know what you need to get. Amar Abaye, af anu nami, af anu neemar huvlila, Bekasi, Bekasi Huvlala. So now Abaye says, we too have a confusion. That which was once called the Huvlila is a Bekase, and Bekase is the Huvlila. These are two chambers in the multi chambered uh, gut or stomach of ruminants like cows. Lemainafkamina, what difference does it make that this name change has occurred? Lemachat shenimtseit beovi beit hakosot. Demitzad echad kshera umishneitz dadim trefa because if it is in the beit kosot or the beikase, if it pierces a needle pierces one end, then the animal is still considered kosher. But if it pierces both ends or from both sides, then it's a trefa. It's considered a significant wound, and the animal cannot be eaten. You need to know though which organ we're talking about based on being clear how it was once called one is now called the other. We continue. Amar of Ashi, Af Anu Neemar Bavel Bursif, Bursif Bavel. Rav Ashi says there's yet another one that we have a confusion that we're aware of, and that is the place that used to be called Bavel is called Bursif, and Bursif called Bavel. So there has been a change in name location. Again, the Gemara will conclude by asking, Lamai Nafkamina, what difference does it make? It makes a difference in divorce documents because along with the names of the two people getting divorced, the location of where they're from, or in some cases perhaps where the uh, divorce was written, has to be correct based on current usage in order for the document to work. Now, what is all this about and why does the Masechet seem does, does end here? And I think it's partly because, not Masech, the chapter ending. I think the chapter endings in general often convey larger meanings, and I think that's exactly the case here. Certainly over the course of the Dapim we have seen, there was a lot of discussion of why bad things happen in the world and how Shabbat can be used to help create a sense of wholeness and perfection in a world that often lacks it. I think this ending is very much in line with that and quite significant. That after the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, there were a series of confusions. Literally, A became B and B became A. The very language to communicate how to celebrate Rosh Hashanah with a shofar, how to use a lulav and etrog, and what things counted as the arba minim, how to do business, and how to keep kosher, how to maintain relationships, or end them when need be with the same propriety and kedushah with which they were started, all became inverted. The language for all of those things was confused. And yet, despite the language for all of those things being confused, it's quite clear from this Gemara that it all continued. That the sages figured out that, yes, the names have changed, but the game remains the same and that they continue to have access, and their students and their communities continue to have access to that game. And of course, that game 
is a well-lived life, a life that is marked by Kiddushah, whether it is Kiddushah in time, whether it is Kiddushah in food, whether it is Kiddushah in business, whether it is Kiddushah in relationships, that remains possible, however much the world may have changed in the rabbinic period, however much the destruction of the temple may have either in reality or in rabbinic imagination turned everything on its head, the ability to move forward with clarity and Kiddushah, in fact, continues. And it is with that reassurance that the Parak Bam Madlikin comes to an end. As I said at the beginning of this particular time together, I look forward to learning with you in the future, and thank you for the time that we have spent learning together over the past week. I'm Brad Hirschfield from Daily Daft Differently. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daft Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One B. Available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.